Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. G'day guys, welcome back to another episode of The Wake Up Call. This is episode 136. Today we're going to be talking about the difference between training for results and training for entertainment. Now what I mean by training for entertainment is that you just go and perform physical exercise or a training routine just for the pure enjoyment of it. It makes you laugh, it makes you happy, and you just actually enjoy the process. You're not too fussed or too phased about actually seeing meaningful progress and tangible results. You just like training, whether it's to blow off a bit of steam, um, you know, work on your mental health, or just give you a bit of an outlet for the day. That's what I would class as training for entertainment. It's just fun and it's enjoyable, but you're not too concerned about the end goal or outcome at the end of the road. Now, one of the things that I find very, very interesting in today's society is the pure amount of entertainment out there. Now, I'm talking specifically about social media. A lot of the things that if you just have a bit of a scroll on the Facebook or Instagram or, heaven forbid, TikTok, all of it is a form of entertainment, right? Most of it. Let's, let, let me clarify my words. Most of the things that you see on there is there just to keep you entertained, to keep you scrolling, to keep you watching, to keep you pinned to that fucking screen, okay? And when I'm talking about strength and conditioning here, all of the things that I see is generally the following. The photos, they're posed, all right? There's, you know, huge attention to detail about camera angles and you know adjusting speeds and getting the lighting right and maybe having some good you know catchy music um and you know especially filters as well but the thing you have to understand with this is that's not real life all that is is a form of entertainment to keep you pinned to the screen to make you watch the next you know slide or the next reel or the next clip so basically, it's the polished version. It's That is the very last piece that somebody has put together for you. It's like the final cut of a movie. You know, they, they shoot the actual every single scene, and then it gets sent off to production, and they trim it, they cut it, they remove a bit of this out, they remove a bit of that, they adjust the audio, they do some Photoshopping here and there, and they, you know, put some special effects here and there, and they give you this polished, finished article and you look at it and you think holy shit that looks fantastic and when we're talking about the fitness industry all right you see a picture of a buff dude and you think holy shit how did he get there and he's got a clip of him doing some i literally just got off my phone which has prompted this podcast and i saw a guy doing bicep curls with a kettlebell and it, <laughs> If you want to do some bicep curls, use the tool that is the, the best for it. So go and pick up a, a dumbbell or a barbell. Don't curl a fucking kettlebell. Use a kettlebell for what a kettlebell is designed. Okay? Um, anyway, side little tangent there. 
but I see people doing just an abundance of stupid shit online to garner likes, follows, and attention, basically to, air quotes, go viral, to, to make their fucking video or photo gain traction. Um, and it really bothers me. And the reason it bothers me is because, A, the information is very poor, because it's not information at all, it's not educational in nature, it's just entertainment. And B, it gives most people looking at it a false sense of reality. So you see this guy doing this cool looking exercise and you think, fuck, he looks like that. I've got to do the thing he's doing to achieve that. When really, again, that's the polished article. That's the final cut. You haven't seen the previous one year, three years, five years, or 10 years of their training to get them to that end result. Same thing for ladies listening. If you see a chick who's in a bikini or who's got you know, tight leggings on and a crop top and you think, fuck, she looks incredible. And you see her doing this fucking glute kickback or this hip thrust or some lunge variation that you've never seen before and you think to yourself, wow, her legs look amazing. Her ass looks great. I'm gonna do this lunge exercise that I've never seen before because it's gonna make my legs look like that. Uh, again, no, it's not. That's the final fucking product. That's the final cut. You haven't seen all of the 400 takes beforehand. You haven't seen the editing process. You haven't seen the shit that has gone videoed. Nah, that was in the bin. And like I said, you haven't seen the previous number of years of their training to get to that point. And I can guarantee you this, anybody who looks really good who's showing something on social media is doing it just for likes and attention. And they're not going to show you the boring, basic shit that got them there. Because unfortunately, social media is about attention. It's about likes. It's about keeping you glued to the screen. So you could have somebody who has great educational posts or shows it as it really is. You know, I'm, I'm very much somebody who likes to just portray the truth. Uh, weightlifting and you know strength training, it's not sexy a lot of the time. It's difficult, it's uncomfortable, you're gonna pull faces, you're gonna grunt, you're gonna groan, you're gonna be sweaty, you're gonna be maybe a bit grimy, uh, and it's a bit of hard fucking work. And here's the thing, hard work doesn't sell. So you see somebody who flicks their hair back and you know has a catchy fucking tune and you think, wow, that looks fantastic. What is happening is they are selling you entertainment. They're not selling you results. So you need to learn to distinguish what you're being fed, whether it's actually good quality educational information that's gonna make you better, or if it's just there to keep your eyeballs attached to the screen for a little bit longer. So you need to decide what it is that you're training for. Ask yourself, are you, the training you're currently doing, your fitness, your strength, your your health, all of this stuff. The training that you're doing right now, is it to get an end result, Is it, or is it just to keep you entertain, uh, entertained? And if you just do it to blow off some steam, do it to stay a little bit healthier than you would if you stopped, that's cool. Just understand that, hey, the results that you get are gonna probably be pretty mediocre. But for those of you who want real high-level results, this is what we're gonna start discussing. 
is how you can actually make that happen. All right, first and foremost, I see far too many people lifting weights that they shouldn't be. Just yesterday, I had one of my students come in for a session and he told me about um, an acquaintance, somebody that he knows, and he showed him a, a video of him deadlifting. And it was 170 kilos, and he looked at it, and he said it looked just like shit. So my student told me that he saw the video, because he, he knows what he's doing, because he gets good quality coaching from me, and he saw this deadlift, 170 kilos, which is a decent amount of weight, and he's like, whoa, that looks shit. And then he also showed his fiance, his partner, and even she said the same thing. Whoa, that doesn't look right. And this is where you have to leave your ego at the door, okay? Understand where your current physical limitations are. If your strength and your ability and your skill level is only at the point where you can lift 150 kilos with good form, just lift 150. All right, this, this guy in question, did he lift 170 kilos? Yes. Technically, yes, that's, let's, let's not deny it. I haven't seen the video, I haven't seen the footage, so I'm just going on what I was told. But 170 kilos from the ground to standing vertical, it's gone from point A to point B. How it's gotten there, pretty shittily, all right? And this is just from a little quick snapshot. So my student told me this, and he also showed his partner, and she even knew that it was pretty shit form. So anyway, Drop the ego at the door, lift to your current ability level. So this means full range of motion. If you're doing squats, I don't wanna see any half squats. I wanna see you squatting down as deep as you can, okay? Not ass to grass if your spine and your back starts rounding. We've, we've lost one of our key tenets and core principles of a good squat, a neutral spine. But I want you to lift the heaviest weight that your technique allows for. And this is where, when I have my students warm up, they start with lightweights, and we build them up to heavier weights, and heavier weights until they reach what is their working weight. So let's say, for example, we'll use the squat, you're doing five sets of six to eight squats. We're going to keep increasing that weight until six to eight reps feels difficult. Your technique is a mirror image of the warm-up sets. Nothing changes. It's still as deep as you can maintain a neutral spine. We have all of our you know, key principles, knees tracking the toes, head tall, keeping the spine straight, etc. That's what I wanna see. I wanna see you lifting the heaviest weight you possibly can with good form. So that's first and foremost. Don't lift weights that are too heavy for you. And also, don't keep changing your workout plan. I see this one all the time, people chopping and changing. I've, I've had people come in for consultations and coaching with me and I'll ask them, hey, what have you tried in the past? What type of training have you done? And I take notes, I write things down because I don't rely on my memory. I, I write things down so I can refer back to them if and as needed. And I'll get something along the lines of, oh, I've done F45, I've done a boot camp, I did some you know, one-on-one, I uh, did Billy's boot camp, I did some CrossFit. Uh, what else did I do? Oh yeah, I got injured, so I did some Pilates, or I did some yoga, and then I tried to do some stuff on my own, and then, and there's a heap of shit there. And on one hand, I can understand why. You wanna find the fucking perfect fit, yes. 
That is the ultimate goal. Find the one thing that gets you the result you want. Yes. But it also is a bit of a red flag. If somebody's only been training for a couple of years and they've done five, six, seven different types of training, that shows me that they're a program hopper, that they get distracted easily, that they have shiny object syndrome, and also that probably you want to be entertained. You want something new, something exciting, something shiny every week, rather than having the ability to actually stay true to a program for a long enough period of time that it manifests the result that you're actually chasing. And this is where over the years I've changed my methodology and how I how I go about training my students. And I was actually told, I was actually given this advice uh, a few years ago, which I did not heed, I did not follow it. But the advice, the advice I got a few years ago was this, do not periodize your clients' programs. That's the advice that I was given. I was told as a PT, uh, working with general population, um, don't periodize your programs. Don't plan them out in four-week blocks and all of this and eight-week blocks and 12-week blocks because life happens, people go away and all of this other nonsense. And the reason I thought it was nonsense is because if you're somebody who wants results, if you want progress, if you're a, a high-level achiever, somebody who wants to actually see, I started here and I'm here and I'm here and I'm getting better and I can see these fucking milestones and these markers, the only way you can actually do that is with a progressive program, all right? You chopping and changing programs and routines and workouts every week isn't gonna get you anywhere. All you're gonna do is spin your fucking wheels. You're gonna go round and around, you work hard, you do all this different stuff, it's fun, it's exciting, it's new, it's novel, you work really hard, and then you realize, hey, I'm doing all this work, and I'm actually not sure if I'm making any progress. Well, yeah, when you do random things, you're gonna get random results. That shouldn't be a mystery. So I only really change a workout program or plan when I need to, not because, you know, Sally might be getting a little bit bored or because Harold's done a squat before. Well, if you've done a squat before, you're probably gonna do a lot more fucking squats if you, if you know anything about quality strength training and actually making progress and building high level strength. And flip-flopping between approaches that you don't even need to. So I expose my, my students to all, all sorts of training. We, do, we lift really heavy weights for low reps. We lift moderately heavy weights for a medium amount of reps. And we lift lightish weights for really high reps as well. So right there is a bit of inbuilt variety, if you will. I'm not changing the fucking program every week. Why would I do that? I want my students to get better at certain movements. So therefore, they have to practice them. I want them to see the tangible progress. Hey, in week one, you were lifting this. It's now week four, you're now lifting this. And they can see that progress. That's great motivation. That is, that's a way to buy into a program and stay committed to the cause. But if you don't know where you are right now and where you're going, it's pretty easy to get distracted and off track. And this is what happens when people lift weights they shouldn't be lifting. This is what happens when people deviate off a workout plan and where they change between approaches every week or every two weeks or every month. Oh, so-and-so is having a four-week trial. Off you go. And then, oh, there's a seven-day, you know, free 
free class pass. I'll go and do that. It's it's no mat. It's no wonder you're not getting any fucking results. Like you've got to stay on one path long enough and commit to it and actually apply yourself for a decent amount of time to reap the rewards of the effort you're applying. And I think part of it really comes down to the the way society is geared nowadays. It's not your fault, my fault. It's 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 just what is. Okay, today's society is basically it's based upon instant gratification. You can get just about anything delivered seamlessly to your door with one click. So patience, you don't need patience anymore. You don't have to work hard. You just click a button and bada bing, bada boom. You've got what you want. But you have to first and foremost know what you're training for. So my question to you, the listener, is do you have a definitive and measurable goal? Something tangible that you can look to and say, I am working towards this. So it's something that you can write down. It needs to be a concrete marker, a number, or a specific goal that you want to accomplish. Does that make sense? I'm not talking in abstract, in abstract terms. I'm talking about in crystal clear, uh, concrete terms, hey, this is what I'm training for. You can write it down, you can point to it and say, this is the thing I want to achieve. Because get stronger is subjective. Get fitter is subjective. Get leaner is subjective. So my question to you is, how much stronger? At what? Which exercise, which movement do you want to be stronger at? You know, you want to be fitter. How much fitter? A little bit? A lot? Doing what exactly? Is it running? Is it cycling? Is it rowing? Is it a combination? You know, you want to you want to get lean, you want to drop some body fat. Fantastic. That's great. More the power to you. Uh, precisely how much leaner? How much body fat do you want to drop? Let's get some numbers on the on the board here. Let's get let's get really specific. Let's really zero in. Okay? We're not going out there with a fucking shotgun and just spraying these pellets and this lead shot everywhere, hoping for the best, closing our eyes and going, bang. I want you to fucking get a sniper rifle and aim very closely really zero in on one particular goal because that right there is the reason that you're training. Does that make sense? And the reason that these questions are important is that it's very easy to deceive yourself that you're making progress when perhaps you may not be because here's the deal. Being busy isn't the same as being productive. Sweat does not equal results. Muscle soreness is not a sign of progress. And being tired all the time doesn't show any improvement. So I could, you know, on my whiteboard, I could whip up a little circuit for you of a, of a series of exercises and put you through it, okay? And I could push you really hard. You'd have different exercises, whole body, some things light, some things heavy, and I could push you really hard, and I could drive you, and uh, you would think that you're making progress because it's difficult, you're sweating, your heart rate is up, your breathing rate is elevated, so perception-wise, you think, fuck, this is difficult, I must be making progress, when really, all you are is sweaty, sore, and tired. That's it. 
That's the result that you have produced by that type of training. All right, I'm picking a push exercise, a pull, yep. Uh, I saw on Instagram this guy do a bit of a chin up or something, so maybe, yeah, I'll throw that in there. Yeah, push ups because you should probably have push ups. Squats because Jesse mentioned squats. If that's the way you put a training program together, you could work as hard as you fucking like, and you're still not going to make progress. <laughs> because if all you do is change the fucking plan the next time you go into the gym and train, again, you're going to be that person on the hamster wheel. It's going to feel like a lot of shit's happening. There's a lot of motion, a lot of movement at the station, but there's actually no forward progress. Doing something different doesn't produce new gains. Right? The reason that that circuit example doesn't work and doesn't produce results is this. It's not well thought out. So I haven't actually taken any time or attention to select those exercises. It's just like, you know, oh, I see someone squatting, cool, I'll squat. Uh, it's, it's ad hoc, it's random, it's something that you just pluck out of thin air, basically. It's not progressive in nature. And this is probably one of the biggest faults that I see people make, is they deal in session-by-session session time periods. And this is why I gave you the example of um, that bad advice that I received about not periodizing training. Periodizing training, periodization literally is the planning of training. You are structuring your training out based upon the goal that you have. The training must be progressive. It has to be. But that circuit, it does has no progression in place because it's literally a singular session. It's one session. Unless I'm going to use that as a that framework as a guide and repeat something like that, something progressive over and over again, it's not going to produce the results that you want. But you're going to feel like you're doing a lot of shit. You're going to be sweating. You're going to feel sore. But like I said, it's not really going to push the needle any further forward because there's no rhyme or reason to it. Sure, I'll give you this. It's something new. It's something different. It's something hard. But novelty doesn't equal new results. Every now and then, sure, throw in something that's off the plan, that's different to what you've been doing. But for the majority of the time, you should be doing very similar things. Same exercises, very similar movement patterns, little variations here or there. So if you want a little bit of stimulation, something novel, something to keep you engaged, something to keep you enthusiastic, for sure, go and do something new. But don't confuse entertainment with results. The two are not the same. One involves doing new, varied, or random exercises performed in no real sequence. Okay, and it's often masked in the guise of keeping your muscles guessing, which if you're a regular listener, you know that that's a fucking terrible idea for your training. Do not keep your muscles guessing. Teach them what you want them to do. Make them become more efficient. Make them become more powerful. Make them become stronger. You don't want your muscles to guess what's required of them. You want them to know, okay, I'm doing that thing again. You want them to receive a very similar input each time that you do the training. So then there's less demand placed upon it, neurologically, but also muscularly. 
So with your brain, you understand how to send the signal from the brain to the body, to the muscles to perform, whether it's a squat, whether it's a deadlift, whether it's a chin up, etc. Don't keep your muscles guessing. Get really good at a handful of things. And then once you've mastered those, then you can branch out with what I like to call specialized variety. Small little adjustments with the same movement pattern or very similar movement patterns. You don't really wanna be doing a bunch of random movements with no good reason or a rationale behind it. If you wanna be entertained, go to the cinema, head out to a show, watch a comedy act, hang out with, a, with some buddies, or go and catch a music gig, that's fine. But if you want real, tangible, meaningful improvements in strength, muscle, fitness, or body composition, you have to train for it. Understand the difference between training for results and training for entertainment. So this means get a baseline. Understand where you are right now at this moment in time. Get a progressive program. So whether it's a four week block, eight week block, whatever, but have something that you can follow week by week, gradually getting a little bit more challenging. And you've got to follow it strictly and you have to adhere to it. If all you want to do is chop from program A to program B to program C to program D every week, eventually you'll go through all those letters of the alphabet and you'll end up back exactly where you are right now. That's what happens. This is what happens when people don't distinguish between entertainment and training for results, training for a goal. Do you know the shortest distance between two lines, uh, between two points? It's a straight line, all right? And this is what we want. We want the distance between those two points to be as short as possible. And if you're looking for entertainment, you're gonna get dragged side to side and off track at every fucking, at any chance there is. Billy comes into work and says, hey man, I've tried this new workout program. It was fucking, it was the bee's knees, man. You gotta try it. So you follow Billy's advice and you go and sign up for this this exercise class or this program, and you know what? Much to your surprise, Billy was right. It is the bee's knees. It's different, it's new, it's exciting, it's shiny. You were sweaty, you were sore, you were tired, you left that class feeling absolutely shattered. So in your mind, you think, Billy's onto something here. This is gonna be the best thing I've ever done. And then two weeks down the track, three weeks down the track, four weeks down the track, you're in the same fucking spot. It's still really hard. You're still sweating your balls off. You're still working really hard. But you don't seem to be making any progress. Like you're still unsure of how to squat properly. You know, you're starting to get these little nagging joint pains, a little shoulder thing, a little lower back. And you know, you're just tired all the time. You're sore, you're lethargic because you get punished for 45 to 60 minutes doing this new class. So then you say, hey, Billy, that one's not for me. Let me know when you've got something new. I'm bored. I've had enough of that one. And you kick that to the trash. You kick that to the curb. Whereas had you have done the smart thing and got a progressive program that is for a specific goal. So when I'm talking a specific goal, 
have a think about some of these things that I'm about to mention for you. If you want to become strong as fuck, these are a few things that you may consider and want to work towards. 1.5 to 2 times body weight deadlift. 1 times body weight bench press. You may want to run a 5 minute kilometer. You may want to complete your very first chin up or get to 5 chin ups if you can already do one. You may want to get your resting heart rate below 50 beats per minute. You may want to hit a number on the scale that you haven't hit for 10 years. Have a think about it. Which of those goals, you know, piques your interest, sparks a bit of intrigue, where it's like, oh, that actually sounds pretty cool. I'd like to do that. And see if you still feel the same way about it tomorrow. Because if you do, the chances are you're onto something. And if it still piques your interest tomorrow, I would encourage you to pursue that. Get a progressive program that pushes you towards that goal. Follow it strictly and adhere to it. And then you will reassess, you will track, you will measure, you will log your training, your food, whatever it is that is relevant to your goal. And then you adapt and adjust things as needed based upon the findings. So if you check in two weeks, four weeks time, and you're making positive progress, you're actually getting closer to that goal that you've set. Terrific. Do you know what you need to do? Nothing. You just keep doing what you're fucking doing because it's working. But if you're staying the same, if you've hit a plateau or if you're just kind of made a bit of progress, dropped off a little bit, made a bit of progress, dropped off a little bit, and you're doing this yo-yo thing where it's like, got a little bit better, got a little bit worse, got a little bit better, got a little bit worse, then we may or may not have to change things. Maybe it's just a matter of being more consistent. So if you're at 75% consistency, hey, what does 80% consistent look like? What does 90% consistent look like? So the program actually might be okay. Maybe it's just your follow through. Maybe you've just got to be a little bit more consistent. Or if you're just heading backwards, further away from that goal, then okay, sure. Maybe that plan does need a bit of uh, adjusting. Maybe we do need to review it, reflect upon it and make some changes. But my question to you is, what do you want to train for? Are you training for entertainment just because you like it or do you want to train for a specific result? If you've been strength training consistently and you've been doing your cardio and you're not sure if you're advancing, just ask yourself, are you actually training for results or are you training for entertainment? And if you answer truthfully, you'll know why you have the results that you have right now. If you keep chopping and changing what you're doing, sure, training might feel really fun, really engaging, really enthusiastic. You might be, you know, fuck you, you got something new for training, woohoo! Uh, not seeing the results I want. Hmm, that could be a problem. If you're chasing results, that is. But if you just wanna be entertained, then hey, it's working for you. You're doing new stuff, you're getting challenged, you're getting sweaty, you're getting sore, you're getting tired, mentally stimulated, burning off a bit of energy. Cool, if you just wanna be entertained, do your thing. That's great. But understand the two are very different. Goals are over here. 
and entertainment is over here. You've got to figure out which side you want to sit on. So lack of results. Sometimes it's the training, yes. Sometimes it's your nutrition. Sometimes it's just your level of consistency. But don't be fooled by what you see online or on social media. Because a lot of the times, it's a facade. It's a front. It's a highlight reel. It is a snapshot. So I really want you guys to start thinking critically about what you see posted online. I like to think that my social media is a little bit different from a lot of other accounts. Um, a, I do long form posts. So my, my posts, I actually write quite a bit and there's a bit of detail and thought that goes into them. Um, I don't just write the first thing that comes into my fucking head. Um, and the reason that it's long form posts is to see who's actually interested in getting results. Who's actually gonna take the time to stop, you know, to stop that thumb scrolling and be like, hey, I actually wanna see what Jesse has to say here. I could learn something. If that's you and you do look at the longer posts and you read them, okay, that shows a willingness to uh, shows a willingness a willingness to learn in my book. But for the people who are like, oh, that's too long, that's too much reading, that's too much effort, you've just proven my point. <laughs> you, you don't want information, you don't want to better yourself. All you want is entertainment, something to keep you occupied and you know keep the monkey at bay, so to speak. You know, because if you don't have anything to look at, listen to, or watch, you know, it's in your head. It's the monkey just banging the symbols, bang, 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 because you just want some form of entertainment. So the bottom line really is this, guys. Your training doesn't need to be flashy. It doesn't need to be fancy. It doesn't need to be new. And you don't have to change it every week. The same old boring routine with the basics, foundational exercises, and fundamental movement patterns performed with incredible accuracy and high levels of intent will get you much further. So that's the difference between training for a goal, having a specific outcome in mind versus being entertained, chopping and changing what you do, lifting weights that you have no business lifting, and flip-flopping between approaches. Oh, this is flavor of the month, I'll try that. Oh, that's boring, what's the new one? Where's the new coupon, where's the new deal? Yeah, results is over here. We have a specific outcome or aim that we're directing all of our attention and efforts versus, oh, a butterfly, shiny. The basics done with absolute precision will far outweigh doing something new, novel, or shiny. That's really all I've got to say on that, guys. So last time I'm gonna ask you, are you training for results? or are you training for entertainment? If you loved the wake up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.